You're about to listen to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'm your host, Kelly, and the author of When Everyone Shines But You, a mental health and self-acceptance blogger and a recovering darkness addict. I have experienced intense anxiety, deep depression and life trauma, but I'm coming out of the other side now. Darkness was a comfort zone for me for a long time, and it felt safer than the light. So in this podcast, I share with you my journey into the light and how I move through challenge in an empowering way. I'll share with you tools and nurturing ways to embrace your humanity. I was once a shy, scared introvert, afraid to speak, but that's all changing. Let's take this journey together and learn to fly. Hi there, welcome back to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'm your host, Kelly Martin, and this is episode 95. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the unconscious mind and how what we feed it without realising can have a huge effect on our lives, our reality, and how we perceive our reality and so much more. Now, many of you may not know this, But while some people may say you must think positive, change your thinking and you change your life, what they don't say is there often is one huge obstacle to this. And this is the thousands of unconscious thoughts and beliefs parading in the background of our conscious lives. We may think by saying, I am successful, I am a good person, that simply by doing so, we will be reinforcing this within. But often there is a a whole host of other thoughts we have no idea about that are blocking any progress in creating a new story. For example, my programming has led me to believe that success is defined materially, as material success. So if you have a certain material success by a certain age, you are a success as a person. Now, as someone in my 40s, I was led to believe that if I was not married, didn't own my own home, wasn't financially secure or living my life purpose, that indeed I was a failure. I carried on beliefs passed on to me from society, my family, the culture I live in, that didn't belong to me. I took them on as my own. And as my life took a completely different route to most people's, it was really hard to define myself as a success for a very long time. Even now, I'm, I'm still working through releasing the old stories and programming within the unconscious, allowing them to surface so I can let them go. And whether you believe or don't believe in other lifetimes, I do. I know that I've had certain experiences that led me to isolate myself 
to stay small, to stay materialistically poor, to keep my head below the parapet of life, to stay safe. Because in the past, I was suppressed and discovered that being alone and having less stopped that. So not only can we carry current life conditioning and unconscious beliefs prior to this lifetime, we have this life programming too in this life. So it's a lot bigger than we think. So you probably can see how much we don't know about the reality we live in and how it's very important to feed the unconscious new understanding. I still get triggered as I'm unravelling my own programming. For example, when people I know do really well materialistically, my old story floods in and a voice within me screams, you should be doing better, Kelly. You should have your shit together by now. And in the past, this pattern of thinking would have driven me into despair into suicidal thoughts and not a good place at all. Now, I accept the old story is arising through these triggers. I accept my life is not like other people's and I also view success not only as materialistic gains and a public identity of success, but I'm now beginning to see that I have been a success in many areas. I, I took a chance many times. I had a great courage. I took many leaps of faith into new areas. While they may not have continued and they ended, the ending does not make any of these experiences as a failure. No. We are successful for simply taking a chance. Now, with feeding the unconscious mind, how do we do this? We don't feed it consciously, in a way that we can hear. We feed it unconsciously. For me, I listen to subliminal programming. I listen to something called hypno-peripheral programming. And I create my own. I'm in the process of setting up something in the future for other people. So watch this space later this year. So if you like affirmations and positive encouragement verbally, my advice would be listen to it with the sound turned right down to the bare minimum and overlay it with your favourite music. Get on with your work, your day and just play it in the background. Why? Because your conscious mind is not listening to it. Your unconscious is. You don't need to hear it consciously. The inner child who maybe had a hard time at school, the inner child that was perhaps abused by others, the inner child that felt abandoned, the inner child... Who feels responsible for your life not working out the way you want it to? This inner child needs loving encouragement. This inner child is your unconscious. 
So when you choose to feed your unconscious need, you need beliefs and stories. But do so gently, choose wisely. Don't try and force feed obvious opposing ideas to your current pain story. Gently bring in new beliefs in a kind of a drip, drip, drip way. This is why many people go for hypnosis. But I discovered with the way my conscious and unconscious mind works, I was not having any of it. I couldn't be hypnotized in the conventional way. What I found was the only way I was able to be hypnotized was with what the hypnotherapist called a confusion script. And this script jumbles up words. It makes no sense. And after a while, the unconscious and conscious mind shuts off and allows in the new thoughts and beliefs. Hypnoperipheral programming does something similar. However, and it's a big however, choose your therapy wisely. Because while hypnotherapy is okay and it does work in some ways, the hypnotherapist doesn't know your inner world like you do. They don't know what secondary benefits you get from remaining in your current story. So choose someone who can you can open up to and feel safe with. Many of our life story programs begin much earlier in childhood. Some even before we were born. Like I said before, other lifetimes. But also from when you're in the womb. For example, if your mother was scared about becoming a parent. Or perhaps she had low self-esteem. There's a big chance that we absorb that in to our unconscious at a very early age before we're born. And if we were unwanted, there's a big chance we would feel this deeply from very early on. Now, 95% of your life comes from your subconscious programming, according to the writer and teacher Bruce Lipton. He also says... So the things that you like, that come easily to you in your life, are there because you have a program that allows them to be there. In contrast, anything that you have to work hard at, put a lot of effort into, or anything you have to struggle for to make it happen, is a result of your programs not supporting that. So if you're trying to find a relationship, or you can never get into a relationship and you're thinking it's just not my fate to be in a relationship, then this is not true. It's because whatever programs your mother and father and family had about relationships is not supportive. And the second reason is that you play these programs 95% of the time and you don't see them. So that means... At least 95% of the time, you were sabotaging yourself and you didn't see it. And therefore, you never understood why your relationships were not working. So if people want to know what their programs are, I say what in your life comes easily to you is there because you have programs to support that.
anything that you struggle to get to, that is because you have programs that don't support that. And I agree with Bruce on that. It really makes a lot of sense. One thing we need to remember when changing the subconscious programming is it takes time. It's not like the conscious mind. It is a mixture of programming and habits we've developed over a lifetime. But it can be done. It can change. If you start using any of the methods I've mentioned earlier, you need to stick with it. It isn't an overnight thing. But it's worth doing it, especially if you've tried everything to change certain areas of your life with little to no success. So I'm sending you a lot of love and good luck with your reprogramming. Thanks for listening to this episode of Kelly Martin Speaks. If you have a question or topic you are struggling with and would like me to answer on an upcoming podcast episode, please get in touch. Your name will be confidential. Email me at kellymartinspeaks at gmail.com or message me on Facebook via my page Kelly Martin Speaks. And don't forget, if you feel that others are passing you by and the not good enough voice is screaming loudly, pop by kellymartin.co.uk to find out all about my books, including book one, When Everyone Shines But You. You can also support my channel via my podcast page on my website, kellymartinspeaks.co.uk, via PayPal, or you can just buy me a coffee via coffee. Until next time, bye for now. You've been listening to my podcast, Kelly Martin Speaks. I'd really appreciate your feedback. If you're listening on iTunes, please give me a review. It helps me be seen and heard by those that need it. You can also follow me on kellymartinspeaks.co.uk where you can read my blogs, find out about my book series and subscribe to my monthly newsletter. I'm also all over social media. So search for me via Kelly Martin Speaks on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. I'll speak to you next week. Bye.